I'm Sunny Linarduzzi. Welcome to the Sunny Show podcast for the bright side of being your own boss and building your own life. My definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything else personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Hey boss, do you ever feel like a fake, a phony, a fraud, like you're fooling everyone, like you really don't know what you're talking about, but you're pretty great at pretending? Well, if you could see me right now, you know that I'm raising my hand right along with you. I want you to share this episode out because I think it's really important to open the dialogue about this because everyone at every level feels this at some point. So please tag me on Instagram, screenshot this, share it, and I'll be sure to feature you on my stories as well with your thoughts on this topic. So before we dive into the nitty gritty details about what imposter syndrome is and how you can kick it to the curb, I can't forget to mention a key part of my daily routine that increases my productivity so I can continue to be uniquely me and build a business in my own way with no imposter syndrome allowed. If you haven't heard of Four Sigmatic, I am obsessed. (laughs) Seriously. You know I don't work with sponsors. Really, I get asked to do sponsorships all the time for my YouTube channel and my podcast almost on a daily basis. So it says a lot that I actually reached out to Four Sigmatic to figure out how I could help promote these amazing products. So I fell in love with their mushroom coffee a few months ago when I was given a sample and now it's the only thing I drink in the morning. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, and longevity and help us live healthier, more enhanced lives. And not only do I love the coffee with lion's mane in the morning, but my new go-to nighttime drink is the hot cacao with reishi, which helps me get relaxed, unwind, and get a really solid sleep, which as you know, is very important to being a busy entrepreneur, having a business, or just having a busy life. You need your sleep. So I have a pretty big sweet tooth, and this has become a guilt-free nighttime treat for me. It's made with Peruvian cacao. It's all natural. And if you're thinking that maybe it tastes like dirt or mushrooms, I'm telling telling you, it tastes like sweet, sweet chocolate and it's basically heaven in a cup. So if you're looking for a way to unwind at night and looking for a totally guilt-free treat, I highly recommend you head over to foursigmatic.com sunny for a 15% discount off of your order. So that is F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash sunny, S-U-N-N-Y. And you can use the discount code sunny to get that 15% off of your order. You guys know, you know that I don't share anything unless I am actually obsessed with it and have used it myself. And I've been drinking Four Sigmatic for the last six months every single day. And that's why I reached out to them and said, Hey, can I talk about you guys on my podcast? <laughs> Cause I'm in love with your products. So that's why I'm doing this. I really, I can't wait to hear what you guys think and how it affects your life in such a positive way like it has for me. So make sure you let me know when you do make your order. And just so you know, there is a link in the show notes to grab your discount and go make your order on the website using my discount code SUNNY. Now let's get back to today's topic. Mm, Imposter syndrome. I really emphasize that. Imposter syndrome. 
We're going to dive into imposter syndrome today. But before we do, if you are enjoying this podcast, and thank you so much right now for taking the time to listen. There are a million and one other things you could be doing. And I so appreciate that you're taking the time to listen to me. And I would love to see what you're doing as you're listening. So be sure to share this episode, share the fact that you're listening to The Sunny Show on Instagram by tagging me at Sunny Leonard Uzi, and I'll be sure to repost on my stories as well. And before we dive into the episode, I wanted to share a recent review that we got from Reva Wellness. It says, I'm going total sunny fangirl right now, but your podcast has been my jam lately, bringing so much joy, inspiration, and insight. I've been binging episodes during my workouts and I'll laugh my ass off at Billie Gina's marketing and ball my eyes out at Mastin Kip in the span of a couple of hours. People at the gym probably think I'm a basket case, but I'm so grateful for what you bring to the world. Big hugs. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for enjoying those episodes with Billie Gina's marketing and with Mass and Kip. They were goodies and you can find them right here on the Sunny Show podcast. So be sure to share out and leave us a review. And yeah, let's get into the dirty details all about imposter syndrome because it's something that I have definitely struggled with, continue to struggle with, and I think is sort of a lifelong battle. And it also plagues a lot of people who are super high performers. So if you've never heard the term imposter syndrome, the easiest way to define it is despite proven success results and external praise and validation, you still feel inadequate and unsuccessful. So some of the phrases that are associated with imposter syndrome, if you've ever uttered these out of your mouth, you might just be battling a little bit with this inside of your head. So some people say things like, I just got lucky, or I feel like a fake, or I really don't know how I've done what I've done. It's like you don't take yourself seriously. It's like you don't take your success seriously. And that's good. And it's good to be humble. But you do have to have confidence in yourself in order to continue to grow and be even more successful. So if this is something that you can relate to, I would love to know. Let me know. Uh, And this episode is dedicated to you. And it's all about how I've managed imposter syndrome in growing my business and really creating the life that I want to live and continuing to do that. So if you're second guessing yourself and feeling an immense amount of pressure to keep up the level of success that you have so the outside world doesn't find out you happen to be a fake, which you're not. I totally feel you. I get it. And it's really important that you start owning who you are and why you're so amazing at what you do. And believe me, this pep talk I'm giving you is the pep talk I have to give myself every single day. So I figure I might as well share it out with you as well so you can benefit. Uh, I'm here to tell you truly that you are not an imposter and you're not alone. Some of the most successful people in the world feel this way. Tina Fey has actually said in a quote, the beauty of the imposter syndrome is you vacillate between extreme egomania and a complete feeling of, I'm a fraud. Oh God, they're onto me. I'm a fraud. (laughs) So you just try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea of fraud. And also Maya Angelou has struggled with this. Of all people, Maya Angelou is someone that I've admired forever, basically since I was a little kid. And the late great, brilliant Maya Angelou also struggled with this, which is shocking to most because she was one of our most brilliant minds and adored worldwide. But she said in a quote, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. So you're in good company. Just know that. But let's tackle this head on. 
Let's deal with this together. It's all normal. So let's share the ways that I've handled my imposter syndrome and know that it doesn't really go away and that's okay, but it does get easier to manage if you start implementing some of these strategies. You want to accept it, claim it, and don't try to hide it. That's the biggest thing before we even dive into any of the tactics that I use to tackle imposter syndrome. Accept it. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of how your brain works. It's understandable. It's totally normal. Claim it. Own up to it. And the more you try to hide it, unfortunately, the worse it usually gets and the more and more you feel like you're hiding something or that you're a fake or a fraud. So just own it and have people in your close circle that you're able to say, you know what? I feel kind of like a fraud today or I feel like a fake today. Just be honest about that. And the more that you can be aware of it, say it out loud, the more you'll realize, oh, that sounds kind of silly because you aren't. You are the real deal. So these are the five ways that I have come to deal with imposter syndrome. The first thing that I started doing a year ago and a mindset coach of mine actually gave me this task and it was hands down the hardest thing I have ever done, but also such a pivotal moment in my growth and success. It's called the success diary. So instead of sitting there thinking, I really don't deserve this, I got lucky, you are forced to focus on your successes. So this person actually had me go back five years and mark down every success that I had achieved. Because my biggest tendency when it comes to imposter syndrome is I would blame it on other people. I'd blame my success on other people. I'd be like, well, it was revenge success because of this person, or this person was my mentor. So that's why I was successful. But at the end of the day, yes, there's parts of that that are true, but it's you. You are the common denominator in your successes and in your failures. So it's easy to own your failures for some strange reason. It's way easier to do that. It's much harder to give yourself a pat on the back and say, way to go. You own this. You're killing it. I'm telling you that right now, but you need to tell yourself. So the success diary simply is sitting down, whether you write it out in a journal or you do it on your computer, go back five years go back one year, go back six months, go back this week and write down all of the successes you can remember that have been a part of your journey. Because I can guarantee you, you're forgetting about a lot and you're forgetting about the small wins that got you here. Some of mine were moving, making the move to move to a new city, breakups, even though those feel like failures, it was actually a huge success because I realized it wasn't the right situation for me. So there's so many little things that lead you to where you are today and have been huge wins and huge successes for you, but you may just not see them as that. So sit down and literally pat yourself on the back (laughs) for the next hour, whatever it might be. Take some time out this week to do a success diary. And I would love to know what you put in there. And if you want to DM me on Instagram or whatever it might be at Sunny Leonard UZ, please share them because I love when you guys actually implement these strategies. And I know how big of a difference this exercise made for me and I know it will for you too. So I do hope you take action on that one. So the success diary is huge because we very rarely take the time to acknowledge all of the things that we've done along our journey to get us to our final destination. So that's number one is the success diary. Number two is identify the false self versus the true self. So there's a funny thing that happens as you start to grow, as you start to gain success. It's like this little inner critic shows up. And that's what I like to call the false self. It's really two-sided. It can either be this egomaniac that's talking you up and giving you this false sense of confidence that's not really grounded or rooted in anything and acts kind of manic, or it can be this critic who is telling you to play small and telling you, who are you to do that? 
you don't deserve this, X, Y, and Z. So I actually name them both. I name my inner critic and I name that egomaniac and I can recognize when they're coming up for me. And I would love for you to do the same. You don't need to tell anybody. This can be our little secret, but naming them brings awareness to them. And it shows you when you're acting out of alignment with your true self. Your true self knows how wonderful you are without a doubt. And any self-doubt you're feeling is coming from that place of being in your false self. So the best way to start kind of maintaining that true self is focusing on providing value because you know that as your true self, you're very generous, you are open, you are loving, you are kind. All of the other feelings that you're feeling that are outside of those are probably just your false self trying to protect you in some sort of way by either acting as the egomaniac or acting as the critic to keep you playing small. So if you can focus on providing value versus proving yourself or showing off, you'll start to notice that you're sitting in that true self a lot more than you're sitting in that false self. And it feels a lot better and it allows you to own your power and your success so much easier than trying to show off or prove yourself. So provide value versus trying to prove yourself. The third step is that external validation. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. So I have been collecting and keeping little kudos and cards and emails and comments on social media that say nice things, truthfully, because you have those days where that false self, that critic, that ego takes over and you're starting to think you're not really worthy or deserving of the success that you're receiving. Or you start to believe the negative thoughts or the critics or whatever it might be. And so having something called the well done wall, which is step number three, the well done wall is a collection, whether it's virtually, so you can save it somewhere on your computer in a folder, or you can have a physical representation of this wall. I actually do print out um, some of the emails I get or comments I get or cards that I get, uh, and I put them on this corkboard. And I'm able to see it every day to remind myself, okay, this isn't in my head. I'm not fooling anyone. I'm actually good at what I do. (laughs) So that is a really powerful thing to be able to see physically and visually in your face every single day because you can't run from it. You can't hide. You can't pretend that you are a fake. You can't pretend that you don't know what you're doing when there's proof in front of you that you do. You do know what you're doing. And there's a lot of people that are telling you so. So now your job and your turn to start actually believing it. So number one is the success diary, writing down all the things that you've achieved, big or small, over the last five years, writing it down and keeping it. I actually keep that on my well done wall. Step number two is identifying the false self versus the true self and acting out of that true self. And the easiest way to do that is to provide value versus trying to prove yourself or show off. Three is the well done wall. So keeping all the kudos in one place, you can see it every single day and remind yourself that you are an expert. And number four is stream of consciousness journaling. This is something that I just started doing this year, and it's been such a huge game changer in my life. I really, truly didn't like journaling for a very long time. I didn't really get it. I would do my gratitude journal every night, and that would take me, you know, a minute max of writing down all the things I was grateful for. And that is, again, another game changer. But this is a little bit different than a gratitude journal. What this is, is it's a stream of consciousness. So you're literally just free writing. You just write down whatever comes to your mind as it comes to your mind in your journal. And what it does is it gets all of those thoughts that are probably illogical and coming from that ego or coming from that 
part of you that's the inner critic, getting it out on paper. And once you get it out on paper and you're not actively thinking about what to write, you're just letting yourself write. And I know it might sound a little weird or a little woo-woo, but believe me when I say this is an amazing exercise to do every day because what you also start to notice is there's patterns. You have similar triggers. You have similar patterns that will continue to come up. And the best way to stop those patterns or stop those triggers from happening to continue to grow and be happy in your life and joyful and peaceful is to actually have the awareness around them. The only way to be aware of them is to get them out of your head. And you'll also start to see that some of the thoughts that you're thinking from that false self are so ludicrous that it's almost laughable or it is laughable. And you're able to not take yourself so seriously because half the time when we're in this imposter state, we're so scared of what everyone else is thinking that we're starting to take ourselves so seriously. We can't find the joy in any of this or the funny parts of all this, which is the fact that none of it's real and none of it's true. So stream of consciousness journaling is a huge practice that will benefit you for years to come if you start making it a daily habit. Just take even five minutes today to just write. Don't think about what you're going to write. Just write. Just write from your heart, not from your head. And another exercise that a friend of mine actually told me about is writing with your left hand versus your right hand. So your right hand is kind of that brain, that logical part of you, depending on which hand is your strong hand, obviously. But for me, it's my right hand. And it's it's that, that part of you that is in your brain and in your head, whereas the left hand really speaks from the heart. So it's kind of interesting to play around with that as you're doing this exercise. Not necessary at all or not mandatory, but it's a fun way to play around with the exercise and remember to play. This is all one big game. Your business is one big game. Life is one big game. Nothing is meant to be taken that seriously and everything is figure outable as Marie Forleo says, and as I like to say, everyone's everything's figure outable. So just write it all out there, get it all down, start noticing your patterns, and it's going to make a huge difference in how quickly you're able to overcome this imposter syndrome every time it comes up and realize that it's not real. It's not coming from your true self and who you really are. It's coming from a place of protection. Step number five, the last step of this process, is really owning this. I want you to hear me when I say this loud and clear. If you got to turn it up right now, turn it up, okay? Because this is real, real important. You are one of a kind. I'm not saying that inspirationally. I'm not saying that to just motivate you. I'm saying that for real, for real. You are one of a kind. Legit. Science facts. Like, you're one of a kind. You are. There are 7.6 billion, billion people on this planet You sitting there listening to me right now, you are one out of 7.6 billion people. You are here for a freaking reason, okay? You are biologically made up differently than anyone else on this planet. You are unique. You are authentic. You are the only you in the world. Like I know it sounds like I'm just trying to spew some motivation here, but this is actual facts. You are the only you in the world that's made like you, that thinks like you, that acts like you, that talks like you, that walks like you. So when you start to think I'm an imposter or comparing yourself to other people or thinking you're not deserving of any of the success that you got or there's nothing unique about you and that, you know, there's a million of you out there just based on facts, you're wrong. You're one of a kind. You are one of 7.6 billion people on this planet. And you're important and you're here for a reason. So don't let that imposter syndrome sink in. Even if you need to write this down and put it on that well done wall in front of you, whatever you got to do to remember this, do it because you are unique. You are one of a kind. 
So those are my five methods and five tactics that I've used to overcome imposter syndrome over the last, I mean, couple of years particularly. And I know, like I said, this is something that's never going to go away completely. And I'm kind of okay with that because I do think that on a certain level, it keeps you humble. It keeps you honest, but you do want to manage it because you want to walk around in full self-confidence and self-doubt is not something that anybody needs to deal with. You've got this. You're doing an amazing job. And these are all little ways to remind yourself of that. So you don't sink into that imposter syndrome longer than a few seconds. So if you enjoyed this, like I said, share it out on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And please share some of these exercises with me. If you don't want to do it publicly, shoot me over a DM because I really would love to see you putting these into action. And be sure to share this with your friends or anyone who is struggling with this right now. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and be sure to leave a rating and a review. And if you had that aha moment or takeaway, let me know on Instagram at Sunny Leonard Uzi. Tag me in your stories or in your posts, and I will be sure to repost them because I love sharing them and I love seeing your feedback. If you want to be the first to know when I release a new video on YouTube or a podcast every single week right here on The Sunny Show on how to be your own boss and build your own life, you can get personal emails from me by signing up at sunnyleonarduzzi.com. So just go to the website and sign up for emails from me every single Tuesday and Thursday. I promise not to spam your inbox and I'm only going to bring you a ton of free content and value that will help you be your own boss and build your own life. Thank you so, so much for listening. Again, I know there are so many other things that you could be doing and I really appreciate and don't take for granted that you take the time to sit with me for a part of your week and a part of your day. And like I said, I hope this was eye-opening and ear-opening for you today. Thanks so much for listening. You mean the world to me. You are one of a freaking kind. Own it. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye, boss. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your fellow bosses. Congratulations on showing up for yourself today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.